a great book to study. And I, I encourage you, and I want you to encourage me, every opportunity we have to study God's Word, please do it. Take time to read it. Take time to know what the Bible is saying to us. And the Bible does. The Bible does speak to us. And it speaks to us every day that we live. And it's not a book that we should just take for granted. Please, let's not take the Bible for granted. So welcome. Those of you who are here tonight for Bible study, welcome. And even those who are on Zoom and wherever you are, wherever you are tonight, welcome. Hopefully you have your Bible. Uh, we have a great two books to study, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians. And I'm just going to take my time, class. I, 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 love, I love these two books. And I'm sure you will too. And I want you to read it, digest it, and make it a part of your everyday life. So welcome, welcome, and we're happy that you are here. First Thessalonians. Who were, who were these people, the Thessalonians? We'll get to that in just a few minutes. But let's look at it, class. Who was the writer? Who was the writer of this great book? We have to conclude that the Apostle Paul was the writer of these 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians. Now, how, the next question is, how did Paul get to Thessalonica? When did he arrive at Thessalonica? First of all, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17. The Apostle Paul these two books, class, were Paul's first two letters. We're not exactly sure of the exact date, but somewhere between A.D. 49 and A.D. 54 is when Paul wrote these two letters. But how? How did Paul get to Thessalonica? Acts chapter 17. Look at it, class. Verse 1. Now when they had passed through Amphilius and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where was a synagogue of the Jews. Now Paul had completed his first missionary journey. Now, the Bible says, when they had passed through Amphilius and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica. Thessalonica class 
was a seaport city. It was the capital of Macedonia. Now, I, I'm just a believer. <laughs> I, I'm just a believer that this was all in the plan of God. God works, we all know by now, that the Lord works in mysterious ways. And th therefore, we, we not question the Lord, but whatever God has set out for us to do, we should do it. So the Bible says, now when they had passed through Amphilius and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, the apostle, notice this class, as his manner was, went in unto them. In other words, this was not just something that Paul did at the spur of the moment. Wherever he traveled, Paul found God's people. Notice, class, as his manner, and I'm, I'm reading, I, I'm sure some of you have different versions, but I'm reading from the uh, King James Version. His manner was, went in unto them, and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scripture. Now, three Sabbath days, three weeks. Three weeks, Paul was there. Now, I want you to notice something, class. As his custom was. What, 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 what does that tell us, Brother Iverson? Wherever Paul was, he found God's people. And you know, class, that, that to me now, that, that's something that we should keep in mind. Sunday is the first day of the week. And I'm just, I'm just a believer that on the first day of the week, if, you, if you're not ill, if you're not in the hospital, where should we be? In the Lord's house with the Lord's people, worshiping the Lord. I just, I just believe that. Now, notice how the Bible says, as his custom was, wherever Paul found himself, he found himself with the people of God. Should not, not, should not that be our attitude, class? And three Sabbath days, three, three weeks, reasoned, with them out of the scripture, Paul taught the word of God. And that's why we're here tonight, class. I, I know I'm here. I'm here to teach the word of God. Nothing more, nothing less. Oh, look at verse number three. Opening and alleging that Christ must need have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. I want you to know, I'm talking about the Lord, Jesus Christ. Notice class, reasoning. What does that tell us? Everybody there did not believe in the Lord. Amen. We, 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 we too are living in a time... Uh, where 
now. Many people do not believe in the Lord, even, even to the point of some members of our family don't believe in the Lord. But Paul, the apostle Paul, reasoning, the Bible says, out of the scripture, opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. That should be, that should be our belief class every day that God allows us to live. I believe that Jesus Christ, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. None other. Look at verse 4, class. Look at verse 4. Some of them believed. And same thing today, class. We, we, we have that problem today. Everybody's not going to believe in the scriptures. Everybody's not going to believe in Jesus. Now, the King James Version says, back to verse 4, some of them believed and some consorted. The word consorted, reason. Reason with Paul and Silas, and of the devout Greeks, a great, a great multitude, and of the chief women, but a few. What does that tell us? Everybody, Paul in his teaching, everybody did not obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. In class, we, we are going. Sometimes it, it doesn't matter how well we present the scripture to some, they are not going to believe. And I've had people tell me, oh, I, oh Miss Cyrus, I, I don't believe that. I don't, I, I've had people say out of their mouth, I, I don't believe in Jesus. You know what? I, I don't argue with them. If that's your belief, that's your belief. But I believe, I believe Jesus Christ. I believe he is, was the son of God. And I believe, and of course we'll talk about that later, class. I believe he's coming back. Now, he's not going to set foot on this earth. And of course we'll get that a little later on. This earth is going to burn up. But there are, class, there are people who are teaching that Christ is going to come back, clean up the, the earth. The earth is going to be rid of all of this uncleanliness, and we, we're going to have a, a new earth. I, I haven't read that in the Bible. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. And, of course, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but the Bible would have us know we're going to meet the Lord in the air. We, we, this, this earth is going to be consumed. But class, we do have people who don't believe in Jesus, who don't believe such a man lived, don't believe such a man died, don't believe that he's coming back again. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, class, he lives. And I, and I, I certainly believe, I really believe, a lot of us would not be here tonight if it were not for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, uh, I, uh, 
I want to be the first one. Uh, no, I haven't lived a perfect life. None of us have. But I thank, I'm thankful to God the gospel was presented to me. And through the study of God's word for myself, I found, I found that the Bible is right. The class, let me, let me say this, let me make it clear. There are no arrows in the Bible. The Bible is right. Amen. Look at verse 4 again. And some of them believed and consorted, King James Version, with Paul and Silas. And of the devout Greeks, a great multitude, and of the chief women, not a few. Now, few women. Perhaps, class, in, in studying this, there were a lot of people, there were a lot of Jews in Thessalonica. And perhaps, class, in my study of the, when it says a few women, some of the, perhaps some of the most prominent men in who, who were not members of the church, their wives, notice, says nothing about the men, their wives obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's something that we should know, class. A great multitude and of the chief, chief women, that is, uh, women who stood out, you know, their husband may have been some big man or a great man uh, in, in the city, but they obeyed. The women obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Look at verse 5. But the Jews, which believe not, everybody is not going to believe. A few of them now. Move with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the base sort, gathered a company, set up, set all the city on an uproar, assaulted the house of Jason, sought to bring them out to the people. Some of the Jews class, upset. Upset over what? Paul preaching the of Paul preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just like today. There are some places, and some of you sitting here may know, there are some places, class, is suffering tonight because of the teaching and the preaching of Jesus Christ. We, we are blessed. We are blessed that we can come to a place where no one is, will tell us we cannot meet. We cannot have Bible study. We cannot have worship on Sunday. We're, we're a blessed class. And many of you sitting out there tonight know that in some places, they're not allowed to have Bible study. Some places, they're not allowed to have worship services. And, that's for, and therefore, it, it really irks me, it bothers me, class, when I see some of our members not being faithful. You have the opportunity to be in Bible study. You have the opportunity to be in worship on Sunday. But where are you? 
And that's sad, class. When, when the Lord has blessed us, we, we, have, a, we have a nice facility here. Nice facility to worship in, to study, to have various activities. I've been places, class. I've been places. Uh, sad. I've been places where we had to sit on the ground. There were no chairs. There were no tables. Maybe, maybe a little stand up here for the minister to stand on. Maybe one chair. But I've been, I've been places like that. But we are blessed. We are blessed, class. Look at verse number six. And when they had found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren under the rulers of the city crying, these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. Verse seven, whom Jason hath received. And these all do contrary to the decree of Caesar saying that there's another king, one Jesus. What? You, you're not going to give, you, you're saying that someone, saying that someone else better than Caesar? You, you, you're not going to give honor to this Roman authority? No, it's not that we're, we're not going to give honor to uh, Caesar, but Christ. Not Caesar is our king. Look at verse 8. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when, verse 9, and when they had taken security of Jason and of the others, they let them go. This class was a condition that Paul found when he went to Thessalonica. Verse 10. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night into Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. They had to leave. No telling what these people may have done to Paul and Silas' class. That's why I say today we are blessed, uh, class. In every opportunity we have to be faithful to the Lord, we should take advantage of it. Look at verse 11 of, of chapter 17. And these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and they, they received the word with all readiness of mind. Such the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Paul met with some people at Berea and they received the word of God with greatness. Glad. Glad to receive the word of God. There are many of you, including myself, we've been around people who are not even ready, don't want to hear anything about the Word of God. I've, I've had Bible classes class uh, with people uh, 
Get out of my house. I've had, we've had, I've had occasions where we were knocking on doors and people cursed us out. If you don't, if you don't get off my porch, one of, one of our sisters went sat, I never forget, one Saturday morning, we were out knocking doors. And we would always try to go in a group of threes. And this particular sister walked up and knocked on the door. And I was on the other side of the street, but I was coming, I was coming off the porch. The gentleman answered the door, and before, before my sister could say anything, the man was cursing her out. And he was saying some things to her. He said to her, if you don't, if you don't get off my porch, I'm going to throw you off. I said, I, I, I heard him. I saw him going toward her. I rushed over. I said, sir, hold, hold this. I, I said, sir, she, she, she's going to move. We, we, we're leaving. Uh, I, I'm sorry. We, we didn't mean to cause any problems. I said, we're, we're leaving. And I can imagine... What are you saying, brother? I can imagine the Apostle Paul, some of the things that they went through in trying to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm sure there are are those of you in this audience, you've had maybe friends, family members. Oh, don't, 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 don't talk to me about no Jesus. Don't talk to me about no church. Don't talk to me about no gospel. I'm sure some of you, class, have had that experience in your lifetime. And you know what? We will continue. Everybody, class, everybody is not going to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. But you know what? That should inspire us. That should encourage us. I'm going on. Because I know the Lord is going to be with us. So it is, class. Back to uh, uh, Acts chapter 17. Look at verse, let me reread verse number 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind. And that is Berea, class. And search the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Verse 12, therefore many of them believe also of honorable women, which were Greeks, and of men, but a few. Verse 13, but when the Jews of Thessalonica, here come trouble. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached to Paul at Berea, they came thither also. Isn't that sad? Paul had to leave Thessalonica. Went over to Berea, and those who caused trouble in Thessalonica went over to Berea to cause trouble over there. And that's sad, class. So sad. Verse 14. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go, as it were, to the sea. But Silas and Timotheus aborted there still. Last verse, verse 15. And they that conducted Paul brought him into Athens, receiving a commandment 
unto Silas and Timotheus for to come to him with all speed they departed. Paul had to leave Thessalonica, had to leave Berea, all because people, some class, not all, did not want to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're living in such times now. How many of you, how many of you in the audience have come across friends, family members, maybe some folks in school or on your job? And, I, and, and I'm not saying class, I'm not saying we, we go on our, we go to the schools, we go to our jobs and be preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I, I'm not saying that. What I am saying, when the opportunity presents itself to our family, to our friends, and even those we do not, do we take advantage of saying something to them, to them about obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ? I think we should. When that opportunity presents itself. So class, this gives us an when we look at Acts chapter 17, it tells us where Paul was, how he got to Thessalonica. Now he has to leave. Now Paul is going to write two letters, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, back to the church at Thessalonica. So class, let's go over. Now let's go over to 1 Thessalonians. writers, Paul, somewhere between 40, as I said earlier, we're not sure on the exact date, but between 49 and 54 A.D., Paul's first writings, established by Paul on his second missionary journey. Timothy was sent by Paul to encourage the church upon his return, Paul wrote this letter, sent it back to the church to, to give them encouragement. And if there's anything that we need today, class, we too need encouragement. I tell you, I, I don't have to stand here and tell you the way our world is going to, as I speak, it's sad. It is so sad when we, when we look at our world today and the things that are, are going on. I just, so, sometimes I feel, Lord, 
Lord, come quickly. Come, come, come quickly. Because it's, it's not getting any better. And I say to the, to the church and to myself and to my family, let's remain faithful. In class, that's, to me, in our study of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, this is our encouragement. And that's what Paul, that's what Paul wanted to do. Paul wanted to give them some encouragement. Keep going. Don't give up, regardless of what the Jews are saying and doing. You keep going. And we're going to see that class in our lesson. The main themes class includes commendations, personal contacts, counseling, and exhortation. Great, a great start. Now, chapter one is only 10 verses, but powerful. Powerful verses class uh, to the church here. What is the main thought? What is the main thought to this, these two great books? The Lord is coming again. Oh yes, class. We don't know, as I said earlier, we don't know when. But church, class, tonight, you better believe. Jesus is coming again. And regardless of what these crackpots are saying today, no man knows. I don't care how much knowledge you have. Only God, hear me class, hear me loud and clear. I don't care what you've read, what some professor says and, and, and all of this. Only God knows when Jesus is coming again and he's not coming. I know I'm repeating myself. He's not coming to set foot on this earth. This earth is going to burn up. We, we, we see, we'll, we'll see that later on. This earth is going to burn up. And class, we had better believe it. And all I'm saying tonight is I, I, just, I just want us to encourage one another. We need to encourage one another to remain faithful. Don't give up. You're going to have opposition from your family, from your friends, sometime even church. Now, I found this out, class. Everybody in the church of Christ, that is those who've been baptized into Christ, are not going to remain faithful. Some of you sitting out there know that. Some are going to fall. There will be some members who will fall away. Just class just the other day I was talking with a dear friend of mine and I'm not going to lay on this and he's a young man still in his early 50s he was in the hospital for better than two months just, just got out of the hospital here recently he obeyed the gospel when I was the minister in Valdosta. But the sad commentary, the sad commentary, he has left the faith. My wife and I, 
we visited with him this past Saturday. Begging. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, now don't, don't misunderstand me. I didn't jump on him. No, we, we, we went there to see how he was doing physically and how everything was going. No, I, I didn't jump on him about coming back to, to the body of Christ. He knows that. I was there to just give him some encouragement. Thank God, bro. Brother, you were in the hospital for almost two months. And I told him, I, I just believe it was God. The reason young man, and I called him a young man because he, he's just in his 50s or late 50s. I said, young man, the reason you're standing is because of God. And class, about better than two and a half months ago, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't think he was going to make it. Pat and I, when we went down to Valdosta to visit with him in the hospital, I, I didn't think he was going to make it. And, and, and many of you sitting around, you've known people like that. Maybe some of them were members of the body of Christ. But when I, when I saw my brother on Saturday, I said, nothing but God. And I told him, I said, bro, the, the reason you are standing and talking and appear to be in, in, in a reasonable portion of hell is God. And I'm sure, class, there, there are many of you here tonight, if you had to testify, that there are people that you have met. And you said maybe within yourself, they're not going to make it. But look at them today. What, what, are you, what, what are you saying, Brother Ivers? What are you saying? Jesus is coming back. And we had better, yes, I use the word better, we had better keep ourselves ready for his coming. He's not going to set foot on this. I'm going to say it again. He's not going to set foot on this earth. This earth is going to burn up. I don't care what those crackpots out there are saying. So yes, class. Look at verse 1. Chapter 1. Paul and Silvanus, that's Silas, and Timotheus, Timothy, unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you. Peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Paul often used those words, grace, God's unmerited favor, Peace, Paul wanted, although the church was suffering some, but Paul said, peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In class, real peace only comes from Christ. Look at verse 2, class. Paul said, we give thanks to God always to you, oh, 
making mention of you in our prayers. Here was, class, here was a congregation that Paul and Silas and Timothy, they, they really loved this church. Amen. And class, that should be our goal today to, to love one another in the body of Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. How many of us, when you think about it, how many of us pray for one another? Even the Bible tells us, pray without ceasing. We'll, we'll get to that. And, and you don't have to raise your hand, but how, how many of us in this, in this class tonight, how many of us pray today? Think, think about it. How many of us really pray today? As we had breakfast, did you pray it over the meal, lunch, supper, or dinner? How many of us had really took the time to pray? Paul said, making mention of you in our prayers. It tells us, class, Paul just didn't pray for them on Sunday. But Paul prayed for this group always. What are you saying, Brother Iverson? It should be the same with us. We should pray for one another. Pray for the Buford Church of Christ as a whole. Amen. We are, we are a family. We are the family of God. And when one hurts, we all I believe that, class. So in verse 3, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, not only that, class, and labor of love, number two, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. Verse number four, knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. The power of the gospel. Paul, one through four class. Here is a faith, a faithful group of people, loving. And Paul, Paul just commends, he commends the church. And I hope, my prayer is that we can continue to be like that at Buford, at the Buford Church of Christ. Our faith, our faith will, will ring out in the community. Our faith will ring out among one another. We will be a loving congregation. Amen. We will, let me say that again. We will be a loving congregation. Paul had a, a deep love class when we read verses 1 through 4. And then look at verse 5. Look at verse 5, class. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power 
Amen. That is power from God. Where do we get our power from? From the Lord. But also in power, and of the Holy Spirit. King James Version says Holy Ghost, but Holy Spirit. And we do. We, we, we do have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us, to lead us, to teach us every day that we live. None class, don't underestimate. See, I, I, you, don't, you don't have to be scratching when it's not itching and laughing when it's not funny. We, we, we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. God put that within us. The Spirit guides us, helps us. I believe that class. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have to doubt at all. So Paul said, class, for our gospel came not to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. What manner of men, Paul said, we were among you. Faithful men. God in us. And we want to put that same God in you. Look at verse 6, class. And you became followers of us. But he didn't stop that class. Look at that conjunction. And you became followers of us and of the Lord. Paul wanted to know, you, you're, not, you're not just following us, that is Silas and Timotheus, but the Lord. And sometimes, class, and, and please don't jump on me now, but sometimes I think we put too much stock in men. Man will fail you, but God will not. That's why, class, every day we live, what does the Bible tell us? Trust in the Lord. Trust in Proverbs chapter 3. We put our trust in I'm not, I'm not saying we should not give men their praise. But God, class, God is our ultimately, God is our ultimately trust. Do you believe that tonight? I hope so. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word and much affliction, talking about the Jews, with joy of the Holy Spirit. Although, class, there in Thessalonica, the Jews, some of the Jews, stirred up trouble for Paul, Silas, and Timothy. But out of all of that, God was with them. Even, even class, when, when they had to take Paul out of the city, had, 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 
had to take Paul to leave because they won't, these people, they won't kill Paul. But God. And you know, isn't it, class, when you think about it, isn't it a blessing? Isn't it a blessing out of all the problems that we're having today? And I think I said this earlier, I know I did. But out of all the problems we're having today, that no one is stopping us from having Bible study tonight? Isn't it wonderful to know that we can come and study God's Word? We can be of encouragement to one another? Out of class, I don't know what we would. What? Just, just answer quickly in your what Class, if we were not able to meet tonight, what would you be doing? If we did not have this Bible study tonight, if we could not meet on Sunday morning for Bible study, for worship, come back again Sunday, what, what do you think you'll be doing? Have you ever thought about it? Although, class, that was not a church building in Thessalonica, most likely, most likely, they met in one another's homes. Well, we know they did. Jason, Jason had a place. And matter of fact, that's probably that's where Paul stayed while he was there. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying it's, it's wrong for us to have a, a church building. But we can still worship. We can still worship among ourselves if we did not have this building. So it is, class. Look at verse 7. Influence. So that you were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. Look at our class. The suffering that the members of the body of Christ were going through in Thessalonica, Paul said, you were an example to others. Buford, what about us? Are we, are we examples to others around us? I tell you, class, I don't... I, <laughs> I don't mean any harm, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk about any congregation. But my wife and I, you know, and of course, today class, a lot of our cities, especially our larger cities, have more than one congregation. You know that. But I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be there. I, my wife and I, we have been places where we had to leave. That's right. We thought, we thought it was, it was the body of Christ. But when we walked in and I kind of looked over to, to my right, I saw something that wasn't supposed to be there. And when I questioned the leadership, you know what the brother told me? Uh, brother Iverson, uh, we, and this is what he said. He said, Brother Iverson, we, we won't play it today. 
we won't. I said, sir, no, uh, we're not, we're not going to worship here. Well, well, Brother Iverson, get this class. Brother Iverson, uh, down the street, there's that other group. We left. And you have to, you do have to be careful, class, even, even today. So Paul said to this congregation, and you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you were in examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. And I pray God that this congregation, Buford, the Buford Church of Christ, we will continue to be an example. Because we know, even in this area, class, the area that we're in, I'm not, I'm not here to call names or to point out in, in, anyone. No, I'm not here for that. But they are, they're, they're in our area. There are places that say Church of Christ. But what do you get when you go on the inside? And we have, we have to be careful. So as, as the Buford congregation, I pray God that we will remain an example to all those around. And there, there are many congregations within a 20-mile radius of this congregation. So let us be an example. I'm come, we're coming to a close. Boy, this is great class. Look at verse 8 real quickly. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord. Shouldn't that be what Buford she'll be, be, we be about sounding out the word of the Lord. From you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God would is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. What a church class. What a congregation. This, this, this congregation was known around the vicinity class. Living sound doctrine. And you know, let me just mention, my wife and I, after I retired from Valdosta, you know, you, you have so many congregations now that Pat and I, that's what, that's what, when we came to this area, we were looking for a sound congregation. Although my son was here, Lil John, many of you know uh, my son, Lil John. But when we moved to this area, we were looking for a sound congregation. And let me, and, and let me say this, don't, don't, don't jump on me now. It wasn't a matter of whether you were black or white, green or pink. We were looking for a sound congregation that taught the word of God as it is in the Bible. And we, yes, my wife and I, we, we made some visits. But we came to the conclusion that it would be better for us to be with the saints here. And you know, I'm not disappointed. 
And far as my wife and I, we're concerned, and well, uh, little John is not here now, but we're we going to remain faithful here. I can see, I can see class within Buford some of the attributes that this church had. And as I come to, as, as we get ready to close, let, let me reread verse 8 again. For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to Godward is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything. Look at verse 9. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you and how you turned to God from idols. Thank you. To serve the living and true God. In verse 10 class, and to wait. He's coming. Jesus is coming again. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Great lesson. Oh, this first chapter class, so encouraging. Despite all of that, the Thessalonians were facing class. Not only that, Brother Iverson, but all that we face today, church, it's so much. As I know I'm repeating myself, but it's just sad. It, it, it just makes your heart burn to see the things going on today. But, class, the bottom line is we must remain faithful to the living God. He is coming back. Jesus is coming back. And we'll, we'll, we'll see that in later chapters. Jesus is coming back. Only God knows that. I don't know. And I'm not going to speculate and think I know. No. Jesus is coming back. We don't know. But I say to the class tonight, let us remain faithful. Study your Bible. Pray all the time. Let's encourage one another. Let's, let's be an encouragement to one another. And when folks, class, listen to me. Even our families. I, I, I have some in my families, in, in my family, my wife's family, not members of the body of Christ. It is sad. It makes your heart burn. But class, we must remain faithful. Let's be an example. Let's be an example to all those around us. My thing is, you don't have to be scratching when it's itching and laughing when it's not funny. Tell folks the truth. Teach the truth concerning the gospel of Jesus Christ 
And above all, in this study, for the next few weeks, in this study, Jesus is coming again. May God bless you. May God keep you.